It's party time, mama. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. I need a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I know. Natalie, you're cold, aren't you? I'm cold. You, are you, why are you so cold? It's I'm cold wearing the same here. t-shirt all week long. It's cold in here. Yeah, I got to sneeze now. I, I'm. Hang on. Oh, there it you. is. COVID, 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 coronavirus. It's everywhere. It's all over the market. Sanitation crews. I just picture, you know how in Monsters, Inc., whenever they touched a child or one of the child's things, they come back through and all those, the, the whatever monsters in the hazmat suits come down out of the sky <laughs> and they, they shave them all off and they fumigate them and stuff. That's mm-hmm. what I expect every time I cough in public. Yeah. Like just people in hazmat suits. Don't we're tackle not me. far away from that. No, we're not. We're getting really close to defumigation. Well, I was watching the other day. I was watching a basketball game. Uh, not at home. I don't have television at home. I mean, I have a monitor, but nothing comes out of it. Uh, I was at I was at a restaurant, a sports bar, whatever you want to call it, and the basketball game was on, and they kept showing their little public service announcement of their in their dome or their bubble or whatever the NBA is doing. And it, the whole thing was about sanitizing everything. And I'm like, this isn't, I mean, th- this is an advertisement for basketball <laughs> and they're sanitizing the facilities and they're doing all this stuff. I'm like, this whole thing is crazy. Look, I don't think their sanitizers affect a virus like it does say bacteria because bacteria and viruses are constructed differently. If you social distance, then and you wear a mask then you have nothing to worry about i'm so tired of corona I'm, I'm over i'm done with it i can't i'm done with it the only time i ever deal with it is when i have to go get on an airplane and they make you and they make you do it and yeah. i'm not i don't have the energy for the fuss and the, all that stuff the puppet master mark he's the perfectionist he's driving us into the nether regions of all things china today we'll talk about china some more with a very special guest peter schweitzer his new documentary is going to be out on blaze tv exclusive for blaze tv subscribers and we'll give you some more information about the documentary that you cannot miss this is assignment time folks i'm telling you if you watch this show and you're not a blaze tv subscriber you need to use the promo code you can get Dragon 20. It'll give you 20 bucks off. You get a full year subscription for like, what, 69, 70 bucks, something like that. I, it's like $69. Mm-hmm. Get the dadgum thing. Get it with the promo code. I don't know what it is. 70 bucks a year. You gotta have it. You gotta have it, folks. <laughs> oh, Chance, the soulless ginger rapper. Stop judging me. Stop your judgments of me, Chance. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, just in time. Everybody's over there hanging out. Party fouls at the pub. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad after you're... the whole vagina yeah, day. Vagina Awareness Day back yeah. on Monday. Yeah, that was. That was... Man, people <laughs> missed me like crazy. It got, I, made me feel great. A lot of people sent you messages. messages and all on the news feed. Where's it's just Party been Where's Party Foul Steve? Like, Why didn't Party Foul Steve? Yeah, that's like. that. Touch That's my right. heart. No, it's my time with the ladies. It's my it's ladies' night, and I get to be the moderator. That's funny because I felt like you couldn't get it over what? soon enough. Huh? Uh huh. Hmm? Yep. I True. just wish people could hear what y'all talk about during the breaks. <laughs> you know what? We used to have this thing called a podcast. Now this is a television show with commercial breaks and all that kind of stuff that we have to go to. But I wish people could hear the break because y'all talk about some stuff. Well, you had uh, women you had, are nasty, right. Candace. That's true. Women are nasty. They're the nasty ones. Man, I mean, you're pretty decent in public, but let me tell you, hot news ain't. 
We learned it from watching you strong No, that's men. not true. Y'all are nasty. Y'all talk about stuff. Lisa Page off air. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is X-rated. She is four foot of X. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> you got to love her. Got to love her. Hey, it seems like things are trying to open back up. Doesn't mean everything's okay, of course. You still got to wash your hands. You should do that anyway. Apparently, they're telling us to social distance. You got to do that. I want you to take Field of Greens. I want you to take Field of Greens. I almost took my Dawn to Dust pill right here on this segment. Every scoop, every scoop of Field of Greens is going to give you a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, which boosts energy and supports a healthy immune system. Plus, a diet of fruits and vegetables is going to reduce your chance of heart disease, hypertension, and a whole host of health issues. I love my dawn to dusk. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Take it every single morning. Every single morning. I drink the Field of Greens. I do it a couple times a day. It's good. It's prebiotic. It's probiotic. It's a great source of vitamins, fiber, and other nutrients. I just got two new packages of it in. Really? It just came in. Well, they sent me the Dawn Dust. And then the sleep aid that you get. Oh, snoozy time. Let me tell you, it's got the melatonin in it. I don't want to give away all the ingredients. <laughs> Listen, you stir it up in a glass of water. You take that powder. Boom. Put a little dump of it in there. And then <laughs> you drink it. And it tastes good. Right now, I'm going to save 15% off your first order with offer code chad at brickhousechad.com brickhousechad.com subscribe today put your little dumpy your little dumpy powder right in there that makes you laugh doesn't it natalie anyway (laughs) you can't control the world you live in but you sure can make sure you're giving your body a fighting chance i want you to get field of greens today go to brickhousechad.com brickhousechad.com use offer code chad we'll be right back So I'm always excited whenever we have great guests, but I love it when great guests come back. And so today we welcome back Peter Schweitzer. Peter has got this incredible documentary that is going to be exclusive on Blaze TV, and we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Um, are, are you just – I mean, you wrote a book on it, so you, you got to – does your mind – you ever just look at the hypocrisy of the left and go, oh, that's just how they are? Yeah, or does, I do. Does it, does I it do. shock you anymore? It, it's like everything you think about that gets normalized. Yeah. Think of stuff that gets normalized that 10 years ago was not normalized. And I think, you know, I, I just don't want certain things to be normalized. And I don't think we should have different standards for different people. Yeah. You should judge people by the same standards. So I know what you're saying. Like, it happens so much. It happens repeatedly. And you're like... This is just kind of regular, but I refuse to let it become something just normal. Yeah. Uh, I think it needs to be called out because it, it, here's the thing about it. I've thought about this. Think about this for a second. Hypocrisy is when you abandon your principles and you adopt something else. Mm-hmm. When, when somebody who's conservative abandons their principles, like, you know, let's say they, they believe in like, you know, the sanctity of marriage, but mm-hmm. they cheat on their wife or, you know, some other thing. What usually happens is they screw up their life right? Their life gets worse because they abandon their principles. What happens to somebody on the left if they abandon their principles? Think of like, you know, the rich liberal who, you know, puts their money in in tax shelters Mm because they don't want to pay as much taxes or they're in favor of public schools, but they put their kids in private schools. When they abandon their principles, they actually improve their lives. So what that tells us is how faulty their ideas are to begin with. Right. And, and I'm just, I want that to be something that people focus on. As you're saying that, I was reminded of uh, talk show host John Oliver. 
you know, John mm-hmm. Oliver comes over. He and his wife buy a $9 million penthouse apartment in Manhattan, and they use a tax loophole that was actually created by Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing. Right. That and you they probably see have denounced those things in other cases. Exactly. But they're going to take it. That's exactly right. That's a classic example. Or you think about uh, one of the famous ones. I wrote a book years ago called Do As I Say, Not As I Do. Right profiles and liberal hypocrisy and the one there was that you know ted kennedy was always talking about uh the death tax the inheritance tax we need to have it yeah. and i went back and looked at, at ted kennedy's generation of the kennedy family when they got their money from old man joe mm-hmm. they the inheritance tax they paid was like 0.03 percent because their dad had put everything in tax shelters i don't think ted kennedy was opposed to that he just doesn't want other people yeah. to enjoy the same kind of thing well you talk about the hypocrisy but then you shift over to the corruption, yeah. and the corruption is is there. I, how much can be swept under the rug? A lot, apparently. A lot. At what think, point do you trip over the rug? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, think about this, Chad. I mean, we all have uh, laws and rules we need to abide by. Um, dealing with corruption, conflicts of interest, that kind of thing. If you work for a company, I mean, there's certain rules and laws. The problem with politicians is they get to write their own rules. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you got to write your own rules or I got to write my own rules. Um, It'd be real tempting. I mean, this is what power does. It'd be really tempting to just sort of, well, you know, we're just going to kind of fudge this or, yeah, we're going to go really hard on this. I'm not really interested in that, but we're going to go soft on that. That's the inherent problem is with the political class in Washington. They hide it because there's so much stuff that they can do legally Mm. that we can't do. Because they wrote the rules and determined how that was going to go down. I mean, that would have to be a full-time job just looking for the loopholes. Looking, we're looking for the places where you can get away yeah. with things. Peter has a new documentary coming out, as I said, on the blaze. It's called Riding the Dragon. And I'm, I'm excited about this. We're going to share some clips with you. In fact, let's jump into one right now because I want to get uh, I want to get some of your commentary on some of these clips. So right. let, let's go with uh, number one, guys. A 2013 trip to China getting new attention this morning, not for what Joe Biden did, but for who he brought with him. And what was Hunter Biden doing? We're not sure. He doesn't appear in many pictures of the official festivities. But what we do know is this. 10 days after father and son returned to the United States, Hunter Biden's small investment firm announced a $1 billion private equity deal with the Chinese government. And where did the capital come from for this deal? From the Chinese government itself. So, this is the son of the man who's running for president in the Democratic ticket. All right, it's Hunter Biden. I noticed... That every time he plays, uh, the, the little ad that plays, we're all about family. Hunter is conspicuously not in the ad, right? Right, right. How real is this? Uh, it's real. I mean, it's a huge problem. The Bidens, uh, look, I've, I've been looking at corruption for more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. I've called out Republicans, John Boehner, Mitch McConnell. I've called out Democrats. I have never seen a family this corrupt really and i mean that in two ways number one is the width mm-hmm. there is what i call the biden five hunter biden's one of them but there are four other family members that's you know joe biden's daughter mm-hmm. uh ashley his two brothers uh, james and frank and his sister valerie 
all have been involved in corrupt deals that relied on his government power. So I've never seen that. I've never seen that many family members implicated, but also the depth. I mean, the corruption we're talking about, particularly with Hunter, with the Chinese government, this is a foreign government that is our chief rival. They want to replace the United States. We're not talking about, you know, some county commissioner giving his kid a paving contract. Yeah. Uh, This is a deal with a foreign government and the Bidens were prepared to go there. I think a lot of uh, people in the political class in Washington, if they were offered this kind of deal, would have said, no, that's going a little bit too far. The Bidens didn't. The Biden took the deal. There are multiple deals with the Chinese government. This is at a time when Joe Biden's vice president of the United States and he's supposed to be set our policy towards China, his family's getting paid by the Chinese government. I've never seen anything quite like that. And again, the, the, the Biden family, do you think it's because he thought, I, I'm not ever going to run for president? Right. I think Joe always wanted to be president, I but think I, think so. he, yeah, I yeah. think he thought the ship had sailed. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden he's thrust into this group of crazies and comes out as the cream of the crop which blows my mind but now you got joe biden of all people who's there and that corruption it's there it exists there's proof for it it's it's exposed it's swept under the rug in many cases but do you think maybe he just thought well i can get away with this because this is the last yeah hurrah for it, me. It, i mean it's hard to know i mean part of the reason i think a guy like joe biden or other people in washington think they can get away with it is because they have yeah. You know, they've been I mean, before Joe Biden's vice president, you look at what his family was doing. I mean, Hunter was a lobbyist for a firm that represented uh, entities in Delaware that were lobbying the federal government while his father's the senator from Delaware. Yeah. I mean, so that had been going on for years. The, I think the point is, a lot of times is is with uh, politicians, Joe Biden's not any different. There's a sense of entitlement. Joe Biden probably thinks to himself, as a lot of them do, you know, I've been I've been serving the country for 35, 40 years Mm -hmm. and I'm not appreciated. And, you know, I'm not hurting anybody by cutting a few corners by my kid or my uh, my sibling, you know, getting some kind of deal. So they they kind of convince themselves of that. That's the first part of it is they they're they're entitled to it. But the second thing is they start doing little deals Mm. and nobody ever calls them out on it. Um, you know, still to this day, if you read major newspapers like the Washington Post and the New York Times, you really don't have any idea of how the Biden family is tied to the Chinese government in these commercial deals. You don't. Um, so to a certain extent, I think it's a calculated risk. Um, but yeah, you're probably right, too. I, I'm not sure. You know, the logical <laughs> time for Joe to run would have been 2016. Right. And he chose not to. And I think a lot of people assumed at that time that he was just going to walk into the sunset. Yeah, just kind of flown on past. It, yeah. It's, you know, and guys like yourself are bringing it to light, people. You got to open your eyes and take a look. I want you to take another look at this clip from Peter's new documentary on The Blaze riding the dragon take a look spring 2017 patrick ho a chinese businessman was arrested by the fbi on bribery charges he worked for a chinese energy company with close ties to the chinese military While in FBI custody, Ho made two phone calls. One of those, strangely, is to James Biden, Joe Biden's brother. 
Why did this man call the brother of the vice president? He was looking for Hunter. This is the remarkable and largely hidden story of the secret financial relationship between the Biden family and the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. Peter, I'm going to pray for your protection. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Man. a strange Chinese guy in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> Man, some of the triads have been riding around doing circles in the parking lot. This is, this is crazy stuff. And where is Hunter Biden? I mean, where is he? I don't know. Where is he? I don't know. We know We know. a couple of months ago uh, he was dinged. He, he wasn't paying his taxes in Washington, D.C. He had a residence in Washington, D.C. And he owed like, you know, several hundred thousand dollars in taxes. So we know he's not paying his taxes. Mm. Um, he's playing, uh, you know, pretty low. I mean, he made a, a brief appearance at the uh, Democratic <coughs> Convention. Yeah. Uh, but basically, they're trying to sort of minimize um, Hunter and not put him forward front and center the problem is you've got this long history of both hunter and joe yeah. talking about how close they are and how important joe is i'm sorry how important hunter is to joe so there's no denying how close they are and and joe biden has kind of insisted in the past i don't really know about these deals yeah. i mean he was on a plane for you know 14 hours flying to china with his son and mm. It never came up in the conversation <laughs> that yeah. he was doing deals in China. Yeah, I, billion dollar deals tend to stick out, especially <laughs> around my house. You know, if my kids right. doing billion dollar deals. I want to find out what's going on with him. Uh, it, 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 you know, the Trump family they trot out all the kids. They bring them all yeah. out. They give speeches. They yeah. they speak at the convention. Yeah, uh, and is conspicuously absent is. Again, Trump, he's got horrible kids, doesn't he? They're terrible. Oh, yeah. They can't, they can't string a sentence together. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, here's the funny thing. I, I have, uh, uh, you know, friends who are politically liberal, and they'll say, well, you know, Hunter did, but, you know, the, the, the Trump kids, you know, Ivanka had that thing in China. And I said, yeah, but the difference is, and it's a fundamental difference. Yeah. The Trumps did all of their business before he ever went into politics. Right. The point is, is that, you know, Ivanka had a shoe deal. Mm -hmm. because she actually made shoes and people wanted to buy her shoes so she had a deal involving china what we're talking about the biden's is totally different yeah totally different their deals are with the chinese government and they come solely because of the fact of who joe biden is yeah hunter biden gets this billion billion and a half dollar private equity deal from the chinese government he has no background in private equity when was the last time somebody said chad here's a billion dollars we know you don't know what you're doing <laughs> in this area but we're going to give you a billion dollars i hear i don't know what i'm doing quite often <laughs> there's never been a billion dollars attached to my ignorance although i am happy to be ignorant for your money uh it is a fundamental difference i've had that debate numerous times about ivanka and right. you know they're like well she's got a position in the white house yeah she stepped away from her business she right. can step back into it when she's done she stepped away from her business there's a big difference in that and then while you're in the white house making business dealings or, or your family is benefiting because of, of your position of political power I, i'm telling you folks you've got to watch this documentary before we got two months before this election there's going to be a lot of debate there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to come there's going to be scandal i'm telling you so much is going to happen in the next two months there's going to be violence uh i hate to say it these things but that's what's going to happen so i'm encouraging everybody you got to make sure you get this entire 
documentary devour it own it own the information that's in it peter did the work for you all you got to do is get it grab it how do you do that the full documentary it's available now for blaze tv subscribers you can use promo code dragon 20 and that's going to get you 20 uh it's going to get you 20 dollars off the blaze annual subscription actually which is a great great deal uh, and you can see the film. You'll have access to all the Blaze TV content. You can even go back and watch my old episodes of Humor Me. How about that? You, after Peter opens your eyes, we'll give you a laugh. <laughs> uh, but it's going to give you all the Blaze content. So for those of you, if you're not yet a subscriber, make sure you subscribe to Blaze TV's YouTube. And the documentary is going to premiere this Friday night. That's right. Friday, September 4th. You don't want to miss this. Become a subscriber today. We'll be right back with Peter Schweitzer. We are hanging out with Peter Schweitzer here in Studio 22. That's right. Um, it's going to be good stuff. Riding the Dragon. It comes out Friday night. You got to get Blaze TV. You got to watch this thing. Devour it. Own it. Own it. Own the material. I mean, I'm talking about names, dates, numbers, everything. Own it. Get into the debate. Uh, let's take a look at another clip here. I want I want you to walk me through this one after we watch it. Take a minute here. Y'all check this out. What's interesting is Hunter Biden had no real background in China in finance or private equity. In fact, Hunter had what might be called a spotty resume. A couple of youthful jobs owing directly to his father's influence. He was once made a director of Amtrak based on the fact that he'd ridden on trains. <laughs> he'd been addicted to crack cocaine, had an unsettled domestic life, and a brief attempt at a naval career ended with a discharge over drug use. So why did the Chinese pick him? Question. Yeah. I mean, we know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing that I think stands out to all of this. Mm-hmm. So this, this billion-dollar deal that Hunter Biden gets, he's put on the board of directors of this Chinese you know, government-funded business. His business partner becomes the vice chairman. Yeah. Uh, it's a deal that nobody else has, and they brag about this. The, you know, Goldman Sachs, Deutsche Bank, UP, UBS, Morgan Stanley, nobody has this deal except the vice president's son. Yeah. And then when you look at his background, the fact that, you know, at the time, I mean, we don't like anybody to have substance abuse issues. It's a sad, tragic thing. But this is a guy that's got a substance, serious substance abuse issue. He doesn't really have any expertise or specialty in this area. So, you know, we have a chapter in the film and it's, you know, it, the, the question is, is why do they pick Hunter Biden? Yeah. Um, you know, money for nothing. You know the old saying? They clearly are making him wealthy for a reason. They picked him for a reason. And I believe it has everything to do with the fact that his father's vice president of the United States. And what you notice, and we talk about this in the film chat, is that Joe Biden is unusually soft Mm -hmm. on China. And by unusually soft, I mean he's softer than Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. We have a clip in the in the film of uh, Barack Obama's national security advisor, a guy named Ben Rhodes, who I don't really probably agree with on much of anything. 
But he even says China's a much bigger threat than Russia. We need to be sure. concerned about China. Joe Biden doesn't say that. Mm. Joe Biden says they're not a threat. They're, there's nothing to worry about. We should welcome a rising China. It's just bizarre when you contrast his views yeah, he's compared LeBron. to anybody else. He's LeBron James soft on China. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. NBA soft. Yeah. You know, I go back to the Mitt Romney debate with Barack Obama, and he said, you know, we got Russia. And he said, well, you know, what, what the 90s called and wants their foreign policy back. Right. And turns out, look what happened, right? Suddenly, Russia was the biggest enemy we've got. Right. right. They put Donald Trump in office. Right. And so when you have Biden who says this about China and underplaying it, underplaying it, there's something afoot. It's there. I think there is. I mean, the other thing is, you know, Joe Biden leaves the vice presidency in 2017 and they set up the the Biden Center at Mm -hmm. the University of Pennsylvania. And this is like a think tank for foreign policy. Well, you go and look there. It's really interesting. This is supposed to chart the future of America on the world stage Mm -hmm. and have a page where they say, here are the three biggest threats, the three threats, really, that America faces going forward. Russia, of course. Yeah. Climate change and terrorism no mention of china mm-hmm. now china has hacked into our government databases is stealing all this stuff they're challenging the u.s military in the south china sea they're stealing our technology and trying to replace us as the world's military superpower but none of that apparently is important to joe biden yeah so it's 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 mystifying uh, on on so many levels and you know as we now know chad the chinese have said yeah we we want joe biden to be president really rather do. than donald trump yeah I mean, how, how big a cojones have you got to have just to do it right there in front of the American people and everybody? And I mean, the biggest geopolitical foe that we have yeah. is China. And yep. you're going to and you're just going to say, hey, we're just going to do business with you. Yeah. And a hunter of all people. Yeah. I mean, well, forget mean- what he had in the Ukraine, which I mean, not a, he had no oil and gas experience. That's right. So the, this guy's just mopping up. You've been the director of Amtrak because you've ridden on trains. The sky's the limit. <laughs> the funny line. That actually that actually came up, you know, when he was up for the Amtrak board, which is this government body. They said, you know, well, you know, Hunter doesn't have background, but he, he rides Amtrak all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's like somebody in the plane. Hey, can anyone come? That's what I was going to say. I fly American Airlines. Daily. They call you to put you on the board yet? Not yet. (laughs) Steve would take it. I would take it. Steve and that money. (laughs) I'd ride them trains, baby. Uh, That's right. Oh, give me one more clip. I know you got another one over there. Play that thing. you out. A 2013 trip to China getting new attention this morning, not for what Joe Biden did, but for who he brought with him. Ten days after father and son returned to the United States, Hunter Biden's small investment firm announced a $1 billion private equity deal with the Chinese government. Perhaps it's personal. Perhaps it's about his family. Perhaps it's about the money. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Mm-hmm. Peter, I can't wait to watch this. Mm-hmm. All that I money. Do you see them teeth? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't wait to watch this. I can't wait. I'm, I'm seriously. I want to study it. I'm going to watch it backwards and forwards because, it, and then I'm going to stir up so much crap online. I can't wait to just start tweeting out stuff. I, I just when I find stuff like this that's so informative, uh, it, it just nails it to the wall. You know, I love stuff like that. Well, I appreciate it. We, we really left every stone unturned. You're going to yeah. learn how this works. And, and sort of this is emblematic of the problem we have so much in Washington, D.C. And there, there are people on both sides of the aisle that do it that really, you know, they're not there to represent you. They're there yeah. to represent themselves right. and whoever's paying you. And, you know, there are some politicians that are for sale. There are a lot of politicians that are for rent. Mm -hmm. um, and the concern here, as I said, is you're not talking about Wall Street. You're not talking about American companies, you know, trying to manipulate or steer some legislation for their benefit. You're talking about America's chief rival on the global stage. Mm -hmm. They have the goal and the plan by 2025, uh, the Made in China initiative that, they've, that mm -hmm. they announced, you know, a while ago. They want to supplant the United States as the world's economic superpower. By 2030, they want to be at parity and seek superiority over us militarily. Yeah. And these are the people that the Bidens have gone into business with with that's what i think everybody should be concerned about whether you like donald trump or like joe biden that's not really the issue here the right. issue is what are the uh biden's representing who do they have ties to and who can pull strings to try to get them to do things that they want them that's to scary. do yeah. it's more frightening than anyone can imagine yes uh, it really is a because you're talking about the head of the Loch Ness monster Joe Biden sticking it up in the swamp I mean that that's when you talk about DC that's that's the that's the sea creature yeah the Biden family I mean it is the sea creature that's sticking and people don't understand how deep this thing runs with I mean you've had the Clintons you've had the Obamas you've had the Bidens you've had the Pelosi's you you've had all of these major names that are in there and I'm telling you this thing did not go the way the script was written when Donald Trump was elected in 2016. This messed everything up for everybody. There was an agenda in place. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, you, you hear a lot of uh, people who criticize Trump and, you know, you can say like, well, maybe he shouldn't quite tweeted that or, you know, whatever. But yeah. the bigger criticism uh, from a lot of people in Washington is like, well, you know, this is just not the way things are done in Washington. <laughs> right. You know, that we have certain it's about norms. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like there are certain norms. You're supposed to follow these certain rules. And the question is, you know, why are those rules there? Who put those rules there and for what purpose? And particularly in the area of foreign policy, you know, Trump has kind of come in and said, you know what, we're not going to do things the way that we did them before. We've got this arrangement with Europe, the NATO alliance. Well, we're, we're not going to be subsidizing you guys like we used to. You need to start paying up. Uh, a lot of people in Washington get frustrated because Trump has made their life more difficult. Yeah. There, was a, there was a business model. There was a system they had in place to where they could get their way. They could make their money. They could expand their sphere of influence and power. And Donald Trump basically came and knocked all those blocks over and said, we're going to do things differently in Washington. That's why a lot of people in Washington are mad. Mm -hmm. It's not about the substance. It's not about you know the style it's about their business model has been upended by this man and they're they're angry and resentful um that he's done that i'll yeah. throw one more family name in there also that just went quiet and also didn't vote for trump was the bush family right that's a powerful oh, name look at you stirring it up yep. i know I, I listen george w you know but that got real interesting 
when he didn't vote for Trump. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting on, on, on China, not so much George W. Bush, who I think, you know, was fairly good on China, but, you know, his brother, Neil Bush, uh, mm-hmm. has long ties where he gets paid millions of dollars by Chinese companies. He doesn't have any expertise in those areas. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing it because they want to curry favor. Um, the difference being, of course, with the Bidens is that Joe Biden wants to be president of the United States now. Yeah. Uh, and he's got this financial tie. The mm-hmm. Bushes are, are in the past and in the rearview mirror. Yeah, and, that's uh, the thing. But they sure are quiet. Yes, yeah. they and are quiet. You're exactly way. right. Riding the Dragon, that's the name of the documentary. Peter, thank you for the work. Thank you for the research. Thank you for putting this together. Thank you for the investment of time, energy, finances, everything to make this thing happen. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. And, of course, thanks for coming on the show. The full documentary available. Blaze TV subscribers can get it. If you're not a Blaze TV subscriber, you need to be. You can use promo code DRAGON20. Get you 20 bucks off a full year Blaze TV subscription. That's a great deal. Go and get it see the film and then you're going to have access to all blaze tv content we need it now more than ever i'm telling you that we got a two months until this election you need to educate yourself this debate is going to get heated so if you're not yet a subscriber make sure you subscribe to blaze tv's youtube subscribe to my youtube but the documentary is going to be on blaze tv it premieres this friday night friday september 4th you don't want to miss it peter schweitzer thank you the name of it riding the dragon we'll be right back i can't wait to watch the documentary i'm intrigued i'm a dude it just like when i find a resource like peter schweitzer is like a Dinesh D'Souza, like a Glenn Beck. I, I devour the things they say. I listen to, to even people that I don't necessarily always agree with. You know, mm-hmm. I, I devour because I like the way they say things. I like the way they communicate things. And this is top notch, this documentary. It's, it's phenomenal. Uh, Party Foul Steve's watched other movies by the same name. Yeah, be careful when you're looking up Ride the Dragon and where you're, <laughs> right. you know, where right. you're at. It's, uh, Bruce Lee's not in either one of them. <laughs> oh, there's so many jokes I can't make out of due respect for Peter Schweitzer. But, yeah, I, won't but, do but I, I don't know why all of you aren't subscribed to The Blaze anyway. You get great content. And I know that it's, it's – I've been going back watching episodes of Humor Me, especially the Reverend Swindle. Those are we watched one yesterday. We, I just dude, it really is. The, the Reverend Swindle was my favorite. It made so many people mad when I would do the y'all got to give, you got to give. You need to be in that baptism of fire and cash. <laughs> Call the number on your screen. This past weekend, we were in Ohio and had a gentleman come up to the merch table. He said, "You're the reason I subscribe to the Blaze," and I'm like. And I ain't seen a dime of it. <laughs> I'll gladly spend All these that fans, Steve I mean, he did include Glenn missing. Beck's name and yours, but I, my name was included. In yeah. That. No, if, 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 if the Blaze would give you a subscription code, you'd probably sell more subscriptions than anybody. See? Yeah, probably so, but, you know. <clears throat> it's true. Yeah. Promo code Steve. Gets you nowhere, but it uh, sounds good. <laughs> promo code Party Foul Steve. Oh, man. I, but I'm excited about it. There's some good stuff. I, there's been some great content that's been, been coming out. Glenn Beck has been on fire. 
uh, with a lot of his exposés and things that he's been doing on the Wednesday night specials. Um, Jason Butchell's been doing some great research and uh, Twitter, Twitter bird approved. Twitter bird approved. I got the number one comedy album in America. Y'all shut up. Chad Elliott Prather, congratulations. Well, you're welcome, America. That's awesome. The number one comedy album. It's called Y'all Shut Up. Instant hits like Bumping Cousins and Tulsa mm-hmm. and Motel 6. Flipping pancakes. Flip, flip you like a pancake. Oh, See how she you. dropped her middle name in there? I mean, yeah. are, are we going to use middle names? Natalie? You don't know it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I encourage people go get Y'all Shut Up. You'll be singing along in no time. 27,000 genders. Uh, there is third nipple. There's bossy toe. Uh, there is um, Motel 6, I think, is my favorite song. My favorite. Natalie Ruth. <laughs> it's Nicole. <laughs> oh, I thought you were mouthing Ruth as your no, middle name. No. Are you just sitting there trying to promo? I just want you guys to shut up. <laughs> y'all uh, y'all shut, shut up. up. It is a Chad Prather show. So that, go y'all ahead, want, people say, why'd you name it Y'all Shut Up? Because I just want... Most of my life, I'm sitting here going, y'all shut up. But it is Natalie Nicole. I know it is. Okay. I know what your name is. Now all of America still doesn't care. No, I know. Well, that hurts a little, but you doesn't know, you it, are number one. Cares. You're number one. Two L's, two T's. Elliot. <laughs> two L's, two, L's, two, two T's. T's. Named for my father. Uh, but I, I, it's it's surreal. It's exciting. And I'm thankful for the support. I encourage people to go to watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. And do that. Um, and, and get Blaze TV. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Mm-hmm. You feeling good? I feel great. We're heading towards, we're a day closer to the weekend. Yep. Party foul, Steve and I, we're going down with Captain Doug Stanford. We're going to be down there fishing. We're going to be, I am the Grand Marshal for the Trump Boat Parade, Sunday the 6th, Port Aransas. Get this, Candace, get this. 1,500 boats. Yes. And I am the Assistant Grand Marshal. Unofficial assistant. Unofficial. Oh my gosh, I am jealous. You should I'm, come down. I'm jealous. Get in the car, drive down to Port I'm the Grand Marshal for the one in uh, Grapevine. Are you? No, but I would be you if would they be. let me. You so would be. You I would be. You should go topless. I bet they'd make you all kind of things. I'd do it. I know you would. <laughs> um, I synced it. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> you do it. That's true. <laughs> On a tractor. I've seen you do all kind of things. On the tractor. Um, I'd take you for a ride on my big green tractor, <laughs> which also is weird if you search that on Pornhub, Steve. <laughs> Call yeah, I pervert. have not. You I have pervert. not searched that. Um, the uh, <laughs> shut up, Chance. The uh, <laughs> ginger soulless rapper. And when Ooh. I say rapper, I mean W R A P. Oh, okay. Rip yeah, it up. Like rap. He ain't rap so tight. Uh, what are we talking about? Fifteen hundred boats. That's though. Awesome. We're gonna do a little fishing. We're gonna be down in Port Aransas for the weekend. Go out of Rockport, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. Uh, 1,500 boats. That's a lot of boats. That's a lot. That's a lot. Greta Thunberg would not be happy with that kind of climate change. Mm-mm. It's going to happen right there in those waters. Yeah. We're going to churn it up, baby. Churn it up. I've never been in a boat parade. I've seen them. I've seen them. We're going to be flying <laughs> the Chad Prather for governor 2022 <laughs> flag on, on the on boat. On your boat? Yes. All right. Yes. So if you don't have one yet, you can get one of those over at watchchad.com. How big is your boat? It's a big boat. Okay. My boat's plenty big enough. Nice. It's it's never about the size of the boat, though, really. It's more about how the boat floats and the, the motion, motion of the ocean. The motion yeah. of the ocean. Yeah. It's, so it's not, it's, but 
it's it's big enough to fly a flag. Okay, good. You know, you can jump in the water, get all pruny. Uh, I probably won't do that. Okay, probably it stays pretty wet as it is. So it uh, I you want to keep the man in the boat. It stays sort of you know my boat stays sort of wrinkled and wet as it as it is because mm. it's just always floating in something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. You want to take it down the trail, Natalie? Stand here, Natalie Nicole. I will take it down that trail. Chad Elliott. I will do it. We just had a guest named Peter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's where my brain goes, people. Right down the happy trail. People go. There we go. Very people, gubernatorial. People say. People say. Chad, that's beneath you. You have no idea how far down I can go mm-hmm. beneath me. <laughs> My brain is perverted. It's depraved, people. I, you know what? Whenever John Calvin came up with the acronym for TULIP for you Calvinists, total depravity, he foresaw me. That was it. 100%. Got something else I'm going to tell you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Let's take to Twitter. Twitter bird says, let's take to Twitter. This was just the other day. Uh, Chris. Saliza. Uh, Saliza. Is Saliza CNN. Two L's, two Z's. Uh, he says, CNN at this stage in the game is just satire. I mean, it really is. Trump's efforts to label what is happening in major cities as riots speaks at least somewhat is desperation, politically speaking, at the moment. How many people got to get shot in the head? Mm-hmm. How many buildings have got to burn down before you can call them riots? Mm-hmm. But they're saying that that is Trump who's labeling it that way because of his political desperation. I watch the RNC. I don't see a lot of desperation there. Mm-mm. Where I see the desperation is on the other side. A lot of desperation. And Kamala says it's never ending. Kamala said the riots are okay, which were her words and should never end and will never end. They Mm -hmm. shouldn't end. They don't need to end. There's some clips out there of them talking about there needs to be civil unrest and they need to take it to the street. And I'm talking about elected. Nancy Pelosi said it. There needs to be. But um, they can't take it to the street when it's time to go vote, though. No, you, you got to do that by point. mail. They, yeah, you got to do that by mail. Why don't, don't you protest burn down by, the post office? Yeah, protest by mail. What happens if all the ballots go in the mailbox and then somebody rioting sets the post office on fire? <gasps> doom, doom, doom. What happens to all those ballots? I just raised a major question right there. Yeah. There's the, it's paper. It burns. Mm-hmm. Rock, paper, scissors, fire, baby. Um, I, yeah, because at with the protesting and stuff and they're going to try to stop Donald Trump supporters from going to the post office to vote, right? Yeah. I've never wanted to be able to carry a concealed weapon to the polls so bad in my life. Really. <laughs> and you can't carry That's one true. to the post office and, and you either. You can't carry no, the post the office or the polls or anything else. Uh, uh, Twitter bird, Twitter bird. Twitter where, bird causes me trouble. Where are we? I love the tweets. The tweets love me back. Anyway, make sure, make sure you subscribe 
and get it this Friday night. Subscribe to Blaze TV and get you got to watch this documentary. Got to watch the documentary. Use code Dragon Twenty so you can see this brand new film by Peter Schweitzer. Number one album in America. Y'all shut up. Y'all go get it. I love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Bye.